Okay, welcome to Gary on Guns. Glad to have you with us. Uh, we have a stranger in the studio. Oh, no, no, I recognize him. It's just been a while. It's Chuck Basie, state representative. Chuck, welcome. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. Always glad to have you. Uh, Dale Roberts, MoGunLaw.com. Uh, Mo Dale, yes, welcome. Sir. Nice to see you uh, also. And then, uh, of course, Garson is in from Graf's in Mexico, Missouri. Uh, worldwide reach. Uh, if you're looking for uh, reloading equipment, guns, ammo, anything, that's the place to go. Gentlemen, I want to uh, bring in uh, an interview here with uh, what I would argue is probably the, the foremost expert on gun control laws, uh, the author of More Guns, Less Crime. Uh, and uh, I recorded this a little bit earlier, uh, but uh, it, it is, it's a great interview. And uh, if you will, let's just jump in. Uh, we're we're going to chat about two things, actually. One of them is going to be how the FBI undercounts armed citizens stopping mass killers. But uh, we're going to start off talking about uh, the president uh, in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, uh, talking about crime and flipping the script. I might point out it's Dr. John Lott. What did you observe when you listened to him? Uh, it's, it's good to talk to you again. Well... I mean, I guess uh, it's just interesting to see how he's trying to come across now as being tough on crime. Uh, it's good to see that he wants to go and have more police, uh, you know, spending $13 billion uh, on police may not be the equivalent of $80 billion that he wants to spend on new IRS agents. But if you want to make it more risky for criminals to go and commit crime, uh, having more police are important. The problem is that police are only one part of the issue there, and there's so many other things that Biden has been supporting and that Democrats have been supporting that makes it very difficult for police to be effective. So, for example, uh, you've had issues with Democrat-controlled uh, cities and counties where district attorneys in Philadelphia and New York and other places are simply not prosecuting violent criminals. You've had liberal judges across the country that have released, you know, in many cases, over half the inmates from jails and prisons over the last couple of years. Democrats have been continuing to push for bail reform. Uh, and you've had states from California and Nevada and uh, Virginia and other places where Democrats have controlled it who have dramatically lowered the penalties, the criminal penalties, uh, for criminals. So, you know, police are, are very frustrated with their job. You know, they see people they arrest immediately being put back on the street. And policing is only one part of the approach to making it riskier for criminals to go and commit crimes. Uh, it's simply not serious to go and say you're going to be tough on crime. And having it so that uh, Biden is refusing uh, to make any critical comments about all these other Democratic proposals that are there. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, it's when he, there's just so many dishonest things that he said in the talk uh, that he gave on Tuesday, everything from. Uh, uh, talking about the multiple police officers who were supposedly killed at the Capitol on January 6th when nobody was murdered, uh, no police officers were murdered. The only person 
that was killed was uh, Ashley Babbitt, uh, who was one of the protesters there, uh, who wasn't even threatening anybody, a 35-year-old veteran, uh, to his various claims about uh, guns, you know, claiming that uh, the bullets fired by AR-15s uh, have a velocity five times more than any other gun. I mean, it's just absurd type claims. When you hear that, when you hear things like that, do you wonder, like, where the hell did he get that? Or, don't I, you wonder? I, I, I have no clue. I mean, as I'm sure you know, uh, there are other rifles that have uh, higher velocity for their bullets. Uh, you know, so in a case, obviously, in terms of how deadly a weapon is, uh, you care a lot more than velocity that's there. Um, but, you know, it's just crazy stuff. I mean, the, he talks about weapons of war. Uh, you know, even the Associated Press's influential style book makes it clear that AR-style semi-automatic rifles are not weapons used by any military. And they tell reporters now not to call them weapons of war. But you know, apparently uh, Biden hasn't gotten the memos yet on these things. Uh, it's just it's just disappointing. Uh, you know, some of the other false statements that he made saying that Republicans uh, had voted against uh, giving more funds uh, to police. Uh, you know, even the Washington, he's made that attack before, but even liberal fact checkers at the Washington Post and factcheck.org have taken him to task. Uh, for those claims. The Washington Post called the claim ship uh, slipshod and gave Biden uh, three out of four Pinocchios, which is about as bad as they go and give any uh, any, um, Progressive. any Democrat. Uh, and, you know, factcheck.org classified it as misleading and disingenuous. So, but, you know... I don't know whether most of the media will even bother to go through even a fraction of the false claims that he made on uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, he said that uh, the Republicans, none of them would vote for that money. He's actually trying to paint the Republicans as being anti-law enforcement. Uh, when it was the Democrats yelling, defund the police, it was the progressives screaming uh, that the police were evil and, and were burning down police stations. Uh, it, it's 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 ludicrous, absolutely ludicrous. While I've got you here, well, John, Biden himself, Biden himself uh, has gone and called for uh, reducing funds for police multiple times uh, during uh, during the 2020 presidential campaign. For example, when he was asked about whether he supported uh, the moves by Black Lives Matter to take. Uh, money away from police and to go and get have it for social services. Uh, he responded uh, enthusiastically, yes, I propose that kind of reform. He was actually taking credit for being the type of person who had initiated those types of proposals that were there. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, the thing that also is um, he's given three previous speeches focusing on violent crime. And in each of those speeches, his focus was virtually exclusively on gun control. Uh, even, you know, those in those three speeches, he mentioned police a total of four times. 
and two of those were with regard to police enforcing gun control. Uh, You know, the thing that he he obviously spent a lot of time on gun control on Tuesday, but, you know, the thing that he doesn't mention and that the media doesn't mention is that over 92% of violent crime has absolutely nothing to do with guns. Uh, You know, we... If you want to reduce violent crime, you need to make it riskier, not just more arrests, but prosecutions and convictions uh, in prison for people who are doing these crimes. But beyond that, you know, you have to uh, uh, have the same approach for violent crime generally and for gun crime. You make the way you reduce any type of crime is to make it riskier for criminals to go and commit crime. That apparently has escaped uh, President Biden and his staff. Um, so, is is there um, is is there a way uh, that that we're missing to communicate with these people? I mean, do, do you see a problem with the way we're making our case? Because we we have all the facts, we have all the data, and they just keep ignoring it uh maybe we're not explaining ourselves well enough well look it's not it's not rocket science about why violent crime has increased over the last couple years uh if you cut police budgets cut the number of police which democratic cities have been doing you know chicago in 2020 cut the number of police officers by 400 slots new york city cut its police budget by Uh, a billion dollars a year. Uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, uh, Chicago, across the country, uh, Democrats have been cutting police budgets. Biden doesn't make any criticism of that. You've had, as we said, district attorneys, Democratic George Soros-backed district attorneys who have been refusing to prosecute violent criminals. And, of course, that is uh, the big part of the problem. Listen, we're up against the clock. Got to take a quick break. We're going to come back with more of Dr. John Lott, Garson from Crafts, Dale Roberts, and, of course, Chuck Basie on Gary on Guns. And welcome to Gary on Guns. Uh, we've been listening to an interview I did with Dr. John Lott, More Guns, Less Crime. CrimeResearch.org is his uh, website. Uh, I'm pleased to tell you that Garson is in from Graffs in Mexico, Missouri. It is the uh, everything you want related to firearms store. Uh, I with a reach all around the world, and we've got him in our backyard. Well worth the ride to Mexico, Missouri. Garson, welcome back. Good morning. And uh, Dale Roberts, MoGunLaw.com. Yes, And you've got something else going on on the side now, aren't you? For a retired guy, you're awfully busy. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, I did start working part-time on for the Veterans Law Project, where we provide free legal service to veterans at the VA hospital here in town. And, you know, you're, you're really a gun guy and MoGunLaw.com and all that. Um, so, but I assume this is uh, more than just guns. You, you, you're providing legal services well beyond that. I mean, you've got a judicial background as well. So, but it's, uh, The Veterans Law Project is any matter, no criminal defense, but any civil matter. And for a lot of veterans, you know, when they get out, there's some adjustment and there are issues, you know, maybe evictions. Uh, you know, medical claims, bills, family law, you name it. So what if a veteran is at uh, Truman's, 
uh, Truman VA, and they, they need your assistance. Are you guys set up with an office there? or Yes, there's an area where they have what they call VSOs, Veteran Service Officers, on the main floor. And, uh, you know, I have an office there Tuesdays and Thursdays. There are uh, representatives from the VFW, the American Legion, the DAV, uh, all in the same area to serve veterans. And if they come in and you're not there, is there somebody to, you know, get a phone number or? Yes. And as I said, when I'm not there, even when I'm not there, there's still the folks from all the other agencies who are there to provide services. Way to retire. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you do with all your spare time, but. uh, All right. So that's then. And then uh, Chuck Basie. Chuck has been uh, busy gallivanting around the state for the last couple of uh, weeks. And uh, we haven't had him in studio for quite a while. But, uh, Chuck, welcome. We're always glad to have you with us, Second Amendment supporter. It's always good to be here on this gun show. I love it. Um, I'm going to talk to you outside of guns here for a minute because there's a special session coming up. uh, And I don't think there's anything in it about guns, but there's a lot about uh, the state of Missouri and uh, the economics taxes, uh, things like that. Can you give us some insight? What do you know? You know, the the governor vetoed two tax-related bills. One was a tax rebate that we uh, passed because we have uh, billions of dollars in surplus. And um, anyway, but uh, there was an income limit on that, $150,000 or less. You'd get some money back, but uh, the governor vetoed that because he thinks there should not be a cap on it, and I agree with that 100%. He thinks everybody regardless of your, your income level, ought to be getting uh, money back from the state. And then the other was a, uh, ag agricultural bill that uh, had a lot of ag tax credits in it. And uh, the House passed six years. The Senate changed it to two. The governor vetoed that because he wanted it six years because that's what all the tax credits uh, across the spectrum uh, are considered for t- uh, six years. So he combined the special session call into one issue, and it's a tax cut. Ag- agricultural tax uh, credits and, and a tax cut all in one package. Instead, so, of, instead of tax credits, wouldn't we be better off just lowering the taxes even more? Um, it's debatable. A lot of uh, my Republican colleagues uh, do not like any kind of tax credits. And uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know if uh, we're going to get everything the governor wants, but I, I am certainly supportive of um, uh, tax cuts in general. Um, so I, I, I'm hoping that's going to take place. One of your uh, libertarian colleagues doesn't uh, doesn't like tax credits either. Can you can you guess who who that might be? Uh, Gary. Huh? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of a legislator. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, a colleague. And, and if if there's no potential for firearms laws in the special session, but they are doing tax rebates, I wonder if there could be a tax rebate for firearm owners. Or firearms, or firearm training. You never know what's going to happen in, uh, <laughs> in the legislature. So, it, But anyway, we, we've been told we don't have to be there, even though it technically starts Tuesday, the special session. We don't have to be there. The House has been told we don't have to be there till Wednesday the 14th. All right. So, And this would be it. Uh, this will be the end of your term. You're, it you're should be, be in, unless there's another special session. But, yeah, I'll probably be done with the uh, legislative business after uh, veto session. Going to do anything else government-related? I know you were working with Blaine Lutkemeyer for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on his campaign, and there's a chance I might go to work for him in his uh, Jeff City office. But there's some problems surrounding my federal retirement because it's a federal job, and, and uh, 
uh, they're trying to work through that. It's a, a legal deal with a bunch of lawyers. So anyway, but I'd enjoy that. I'd be working in his uh, field office in Jeff City, so it'd be a, a fun job. So I could, I could call on you instead of him. I could. I, I mean, in fact, now I could. <laughs> if you get the job, I could harass you. I can. <laughs> well, there's always that possibility. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they'll allow me to speak. For him on that, uh, no, I'm sure you level, won't. But uh, but I'd I'd be more than happy to. Uh, I, I, I I have gone to events and spoke on his behalf at Farm Bureau events and other things. So um, I don't know if they'd give me that for, uh, ability to do that or not. But I sure would enjoy it. Uh, all right, let's get back to the task at hand, which is Dr. John Lott. Uh, there's more to this interview, and we'll play it in a few minutes. Uh, any takeaways from this, Carson? That uh, you want to talk about, or should we move on? Uh, I mean, a lot of this is just repetitive. I mean, they say the same stuff over and over again, and we just can't seem to get get it across the finish line that they're speaking untruths. See, that's that's what I was asking, because I'm thinking maybe we're the ones lacking the communication skills. Or because they're the one, yeah. they come up with uh, assault rifle and ghost gun and all these other terms, and everybody adopts them, and, uh, you know, it scares the snot out of people. We don't seem to be able to come up with those things. And I think, Gary... Because we're too honest? I was just going to say that. And, and it, <laughs> again, it goes back to to Goebbels, not, you know, the Nazi minister of propaganda under Hitler, who said, if you tell a lie often enough, it becomes the truth. And if we, if the, you know, gun community would just start telling lies over and over and over again, you know, maybe we could meet with the... Uh, anti-gun folks are doing but we're not willing to do that not fighting fire with fire well whatever it is they're succeeding in their message even though it's wrong we know it's wrong. i mean they don't even describe a firearm accurately uh and the news media you know pick it up and run with it as though you know they've struck some kind of gold so we're gonna have to sharpen our skills and find ways to um to counter this uh, because they're going to eventually convince people, even though they're wrong, that they're right. Oh, uh, yes. So. And I noticed, you know, several weeks ago, I think the AP came out with guidance saying you should not refer to a weapon or a firearm as an assault rifle. It, you know, it's it's a rifle. It's a certain kind of rifle. And there was a shooting, and the national news folks didn't say assault rifle. They said that, you know, the person had an AR-style rifle, and, you know, they started to get better, and then a week later, everybody's, all the news media are back to saying assault rifles again. So that didn't last long. No, I wouldn't expect that it would. When we come back, we're going to finish this interview, and uh, Dr. Lott is going to talk about how it is that somehow the FBI is missing all of these uh mass shootings stopped by legally concealed car carrying uh, citizens. So we'll do that next on Gary on Gun. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Uh, Garson is in from Grafs in Mexico, Missouri. Uh, we've also got uh, Chuck Basie, state representative, and uh, Dale Roberts is with us, mogunlaw.com. We've been talking about an interview we did uh, with uh, John Lott. Uh, he's talking about uh, some of the things that uh, the Democrats have done, uh, particularly those Soros-backed uh, prosecutors, 
uh, and and what a terrible job they've done. And we'll find out uh, if there's anything else that uh, that they've done to, frankly, uh, make the streets more dangerous. Bail reform uh, is something that's there. Biden won't criticize that. It's not rocket science. If you make it so it's not risky for criminals to go and commit crime, they're going to go and commit more crime. And Biden's refusal to say anything negative about all the Democrats, even people in his own administration who have been pushing for defunding the police. Uh, you know, and it's not just that, too. He, he wants to talk about how he's behind the police now. He, he's done lots of things that make their job much more difficult. He's worked to make it so that uh, surplus military equipment like vests or uh, riot shields or other things uh, cannot be given to police. Uh, he's made it so that they can't use chokeholds anymore. Sometimes that's the only way you can subdue somebody that's there. He's made it extremely difficult for police to use no-knock warrants. Um, you know, are, are there times where you don't want to use a no-knock warrant? Yeah, sure. But are there times like you're going to go into a, 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 a house for a drug gang there that's well-armed? Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy to go. I mean, obviously Biden has never been a police officer. But there's situations there where you're actually reducing the number of people who are going to be harmed by having some of the types of procedures that have been developed over many decades uh, that the police have been using that Biden seems to have no problem uh, getting rid of. So this notion that somehow he's supportive of police uh, just isn't serious. If you just turn the radio on, Dr. John Lott is with us, crimeresearch.org. Uh, John, I'm going to uh, swing you over. I've got a couple other topics, and I'd, I'd like to have you uh, comment on them. Uh, one of them is a message you uh, you texted to me on my phone. You said, uh, and, I, and I posted it at uh, Gary on Guns on Facebook, how the FBI undercounts armed citizens stopping mass killers and the media play along. Have you got a couple of minutes you can spend on that? Yeah, sure. Dr. John Lott with us on uh, undercutting crime uh, statistics. So how do the FBI undercount? What are, what are they doing? So anyway, over the eight years uh, from 2014 to 2021, the FBI claims that there were only 11 cases where civilians with guns stopped these active shooting cases. I looked at a much narrower thing. I only looked at cases where police have said, armed citizens have stopped what would have been a mass public shooting where multiple people would have been killed. And uh, my count comes to 41. And I make no claim that, unlike them, that my, my count is completely exhausted. Uh, so, and I've gone, continued to work on that since then. And my guess is there's easily more than 100 additional cases. So they claim that there's 11. And I think if you look at their thing about active shooting cases, the total is finally going to be something around 150 rather than 11. Wow. And what are they, how are they missing all this? Well, you know, it's hard to get into people's minds. They've spent apparently millions of dollars trying to put this together. 
you know, it could be that they just don't, I wish I had that type of budget to go through and try to find these types of cases. But they've had to go and look at news stories. Police departments don't collect this type of data. And I think partly it's just a question of how hard you look, what types of search terms you use to go and look at it. But the, there's a bigger problem, and that is when I worked at the Department of Justice up until January last year, I actually let them know that they were missing cases. Um, I've done that even before that. I actually have it in writing where they acknowledge that they're missing cases. Uh, but yet they won't fix it. Uh, they seem to have no desire to actually go and uh, fix those mistakes there. So to me, that's more telling that, you know, it's one thing just to miss it. It's another thing once you're told and pointed out, and they don't need to take my word for it and not only give them the cases, I give them the link so that they can go and check them themselves. But it's more than just the FBI. After uh, the Indianapolis case about a month ago where a young man who was legally carrying a gun stopped what easily would have been a mass public shooting, um, you know, the media covered it, which is the rare thing, because I can give you lots of cases where the national media completely ignores these heroic cases. But the national media covered in that case, but then quickly had stories about how rare it was that civilians stopped these these mass public shootings. Um, I reached out to the Associated Press, which ran one of those stories. I don't know how many hundreds of newspapers their story was carried in about how rare these things are. And I said, look, here are the cases. Here are links to it so you can check. Here's my report that I did while I was at the Department of Justice. And uh, the reporter, when he didn't fix anything, I wrote him, asked him why he hadn't changed anything. And he wrote back and he said, well, he was accurately reporting what was in their report. And so he didn't see any reason to go and change it. He seemed to have absolutely no interest on whether or not their report was accurate or not. Uh, he didn't go, I don't know if he actually checked the cases that I had, but he didn't seem to care whether or not I had provided him the whole list of cases that he needed to yeah. check it. If it's not the right message, I guess the truth doesn't count. Dr. John Lott's website is crimeresearch.org. lot of great information. John, thank you for being with us. Great talking to you. All right, uh, so that was uh, my chat with uh, Dr. John Lott. Uh, and so now I'm thinking, uh, Garson, it doesn't matter if we come up with the right argument. It doesn't matter if we tell the truth. The media, even when it's handed to them on a plate, ignore it. What, you know, what chance do we have? Yeah, and that's, that's why I think, you know, them banning us on all these social media platforms is even worse because the, the few voices that we have are getting shut off and and obscured by Facebook al algorithms. It's frustrating, I'll tell you that. Oh, it it's is. absolutely infuriating. I mean, yeah. there's no real way to fight this unless we just make our own versions of everything for our own use, but then we're not reaching the people in the middle that, you know, would listen to common sense and truth. Chucky tells the Department of Justice while he's working there, here's what you're missing and they don't do anything about it. He tells the media, here's the information, they don't do anything about it. So the only way this information is going to come out is programs like this. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's just hard to believe what we're facing in this country right now. I never thought I'd see it. Never yeah. in my lifetime. Are there um, now? There's nothing uh, gun related coming up in the legislature that you're aware of, but I'm sure that uh, when the next session starts. The left will be out there. Oh, absolutely. Not a doubt. Uh, they file st crazy stuff every session that I've been uh, down in Jeff City. So, yeah, that pre-filing starts December 1st. So that would be the time to start looking at the bills and see what they file. And the Democrats, uh, uh, Dale, the Democrats are starting to make some headway uh, in terms of uh, the upcoming midterms where you would expect them to really get slaughtered. So the Republicans have got to get their message out there uh, because I think abortion is the big argument that they're using on the left to gain some traction. I, I just read a report yesterday on, on a couple of studies that looked at, you know, where the voters appeared to be maybe three months ago and where they are now. And, and according to some surveys uh, or polls, it has changed considerably, which worries me and makes me think that, uh, can, you know, Republican voters cannot afford to sit on their heels and think, oh, we've got this. You know, I've been hearing for months that we're going to take the House and the Senate. It's it's going to be closer than we thought, I fear. Yeah, Biden's only wanting two seats. Well, it, 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 one is the uh, runoff of Sarah Palin. And frankly, she was not a favorite uh, based on the, uh, the vote. Uh, uh, this was ranked choice voting. And uh, the people who had a second choice didn't choose Sarah Palin. It's not ranked choice voting that caused it. It was just that she's not that popular in Alaska. Uh, and then in that New York race, uh, which was the other one the Democrats are screaming is the canary in the coal mine, uh, it turns out that that district, is, it was kind of uh, gerrymandered a little bit, so there are a few more Republicans in it, but it's been a Democrat district uh, seemingly forever. So no big surprise there either. Uh, but I think that as we get closer to the election, uh, I think we're going to see gas prices go up. Inflation still is a problem. The one thing the Republicans need to do, Chuck, is point out uh, what this uh, decision of the Supreme Court means for abortion. They've got to make clear where they stand. At. They can't run from it or ignore it. Uh, they have to embrace it and point out, you know, that uh, we don't want uh, abortions uh, late term. Uh, we want to, you know, make some exceptions for rape and incest, things like that, and, and I think that will quell the nerves of uh, a lot of a lot of uh, women who are perhaps outraged uh, by uh, Roe v. Wade being overturned. Anyway, we got more. We're not going to get into Roe v. Wade on this program. We are going to find out what Chuck is up to. I think he's got something going on, some kind of event that he's telling me about. We'll find out next. I'm Gary on Guns. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is Gary on Guns, and uh, Dale Roberts is in MoGunLaw.com. Garson is in from uh, Graphs. Uh, Brian Hansen, uh, I need to ask you a question. Did you, uh, before I talk to Chuck Basie, uh, did you run this uh, through to see if it should go to sales? <laughs> no, I thought we were going to do that on the show because uh, we don't never. I, we don't never? We don't never. <laughs> we don't ever. You know, screen these things in advance. We like to, you know, check them out. Well, you're supposed to be the guardian. I of am, the but gate. I, you didn't tell me that uh, Chuck had something to talk about. So, all I, right. Well, I, I'm not sure th uh, that we shouldn't be sending this to sales. 
I can call uh, a salesperson if you like. Well, you know, well, let's find out what the hell it is first. That's what I was thinking, you know. Yeah, all right. Well, I thought you'd have done that before. Last minute, but I didn't know. Something about (laughs) some guy named John Martin. I don't know what it is. Yeah, this is my uh, uh, eventual replacement. I'm very hopeful for John Martin. He's running for my seat because I'm terming out uh, District 47. And he is having a sporting clay shoot coming up very soon. It is on September 24th. And it's from 9 to 12.30, 9 a.m. to 12.30 at Midway Farms. And if you've never been to Midway Farms, it's up in Howard County. A absolutely beautiful venue. Um, it, uh, it's owned by the uh, Potterfield family. And um, it's uh, $50 per person. And it's lunch provided, five-person teams, nine stations. And... Um, well, he suggested donation is $50 per person. So, anyway, but uh, Midway Farms is a beautiful uh, venue. It is um, it is at 404, excuse me, 879 County Road 404 in Fayette. So, it's right off of Highway A in uh, Southeast Howard County. Brian, should that go through sales? Yeah, I that, think sounds it like a, that sounds like a sales announcement to me. Yeah, what do you think, uh, Garson? Uh, possibly. They should c- call John at Pro Pumping and Hydro Jetting, I think. Right. Since to he's get a, already an advertiser. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of borderline. What What was the date again? September 24th. Yeah. September 24th. You, got, you still have time to promote that in advance, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it'll be a lot cooler then than it was last weekend when they had the fundraiser for the Boy Scouts, which I just shot, which was super fun. <laughs> so I hope this is a similar course of fire and will be as fun as well. All right, so if I got this straight, you want to you want to come on this show and promote uh, a fundraiser for John Martin, who's running for state representative, where you have been sitting for the last uh, two terms, uh, and that that fundraiser is going to be at Midway Farms at eight seventy nine uh, County Road four hundred four of Fayette, Missouri, and it's going to be Saturday, September twenty fourth, uh, from nine a.m. to twelve thirty at Midway Farms. And that uh, there's going to be lunch provided, five-person teams. Uh, you might want to make a donation, like $50 a person. But you can uh, get in this uh, contest uh, for relatively little money and have a great deal of fun. I, I, the more I think about it, Chuck, I'm sorry. I yeah, can't, that's a paid announcement. Yeah, I cannot talk sorry. about it on the air. Well, I understand, but I, I would pay for it myself, but I left my credit card in my car. <laughs> oh, that's handy. Having a, you know what? We'll wait. Go ahead. Go on out and get it. <laughs> when it comes to money, we'll wait. I, I forgot. Well, you still got a ding for missing, you know, three weeks ago. Yeah, that's right. We, yeah, that's why he left his credit card in the car because he missed uh, two shows, uh, and and we charge for that. Uh, so uh, there is another thing going on here, Brian. And again, I'm hoping that uh, you checked with Dale about some youth shooting camp what dale has one too he's trying to sneak on the air oh i don't think well, it's he's good thing we're to... gonna get this all straightened out you know I, right i was i was gonna try and sneak in the announcement for the somewhat annual or semi-annual youth shooting camp that takes place out at green valley where any any child from the age of six to 15 can go out there on october 8th saturday morning october 8th uh, go through safety training. Todd Burke's providing that. And then there will be coaches one-on-one so that those kids can learn to shoot a twenty-two pistol and then go to another range and shoot a twenty-two rifle and have a free lunch, all under very strict safe supervision. Um, but I don't know if we can talk about that or not. 
I mean, it's a gun thing, but it kind of sounds like a paid announcement too. Oh God! Yeah, can you imagine how the commercial? How would how would the commercials? I mean, because you are uh, really great at writing commercials, Brian. Would it be something like uh, Youth Shooting Camp Saturday, October eighth, forty three fifty East Academy Road in Hallsville at Green Valley Rifle and Pistol Club? Uh, free admission, guns and ammo provided, hot dogs, chips, and water provided. Ages 6 to 15, bring your kids out and learn safety and firearm accuracy. Uh, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Do you want your kids to learn about gun safety, you know, at an early age? Call this number. That kind of thing. Little mandolin in the background? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Except now, if, if people wanted to pre-register... How could we communicate that in a commercial? I think if they just said that people can go to the website, which is GV, as in Green Valley, GVShoot.com, and find the information on that page. At GVShoot.com. So that's how you'd wrap it up. And uh, if you want to pre-register, go to GVShoot.com. And then, of course, uh, parents would bring their kids out there. Uh, in droves, they would learn firearm safety from some of the finest instructors. Uh, they would uh, they would uh, get the opportunity to shoot and have the contests and have all kinds of fun and free. Oh man, that would be a great commercial. It would have been yeah. Fun yeah. would ha- be had by all. Yeah, fun would be had by all. parents. Would have a great time with that too. And but, maybe learn something as well. But we're not going to be able to mention any of that on the air. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry um, about that. And, and that's a shame because one of the sponsors is Graf and Sons, among the many others. But since it's their show today, but I guess Graf and Sons needs to buy that ad. Uh, well, <laughs> all right. Now we're up against it. Uh, Brian's uh, looking uh, around like, I have to pay for that? I, I don't pay for anything. <laughs> I, I, just, uh, I just nod my head and sing along. Well... Anyway, uh, you'll have to buy ads. I'm sorry, gentlemen, both of you. Uh, we can't do that. We do have a little uh, show and tell coming up in uh, just a few minutes because uh, Garson has brought in some fire. Let me ask you, Garson, um, these firearms that you brought in, when will they be back at uh, in, in Mexico, Missouri at Graf's? Tuesday. Tuesday. Time to call my mother. All right. <laughs> uh, we will uh, we'll tell you about those next. I'm Gary on Guns.